Hello, everyone. Welcome. Woo. Welcome, everyone. Come one, come all, and welcome. Welcome to the welcome to the tent of trek to the holodeck. Welcome. It t- cost a couple bars of gold pressed latinum to get in, but then all of the stuff inside is yours. Beautiful, beautiful gold <laughs> pressed latinum. For us. What is fucking gold pressed latinum? <laughs> I now don't that I think about it, it's like it's a metal that's pressed by another metal, or is yeah. it latinum? I've, I actually looked this up. At okay, one. <laughs> thank you. Latinum uh, gold uh, gold is uh, is worthless in the future because replicators yeah. made it worthless because now you can replicate gold, but latinum is not replicatable, mm, and that's why that's why it holds a value, and so they use the gold. They wrap the latinum in gold to preserve the latinum, so gold just becomes like a it's nothing. like tin foil. Gold is like yeah. aluminum foil. Yeah, that's incredible. So that's why it's gold pressed latinum. I would love to see like gold pressed latinum for some reason get sent to the past, and like gold miners find it, and then they like get in it, and they're like, "What is this bullshit in the middle?" And they like suck it out and throw it out, and they're like, "Yeah, just a what pile of latinum." Yeah. <laughs> There's this, oh, ins- the this old school like Twilight Zone episode where these guys do this bank robbery mm-hmm. and they steal all this gold. And I can't remember like how this happens, but basically they all like get shot into the future. And these guys all like betray each other to steal the gold from each other. And Ooh. at the end, like the even like the guy who survived at the end dies. And these people, these future people like drive up and they find him like with this pile of gold and they're like, it's so weird. Like, why is this guy like hanging out with this pile of gold? He, did he die for all this gold? Cause like gold is worthless in the future. Oh this is the God. future. Yeah. And the gold is like the most twilight zone, twilight zone. Totally. Like <laughs> gold so... in the future is worthless. <laughs> worthless. What does it mean of humans that we care so much about gold? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I, that made me think oh, of man. something, uh, and this may be a bit of a tangent, but I would really love like a Ferengi series that's like succession. So it's like uh it's just like <laughs> shot and like exactly like succession, but all Ferengis yeah. is like big multimedia conglomerates. God. Who's going to inherit it's called, it's just called like yeah. Nagus or something. It's just like called that. Nagus. Nagus. <laughs> the uh, father said it. I will be the oh, successor. That's incredible. Oh, More content. Put it- Put it on the list. Put, Put it on, on the, the list with uh, with the NX files. The NX files. A female could never be <laughs> Nagus. What do you think? Oh, God. Yes, your father's favorite, but never. you could never do what a. Well, this is as this is Trek to the Holodeck. On Trek yeah. to the Holodeck, we are uh, going to <laughs> and have been finding, watching, and ranking all Holodeck episodes in all of Star Trek canon. Yes, that's right. And what is a holodeck? A holodeck is a basically like VR or video games in the future, mm-hmm. so that uh, crew members don't go insane because they don't have any short leave. <laughs> so they just like hang out in a holodeck. I'm like, cool. I went to Paris. Um, and we have a very like foolproof system of the way that we judge them. We rank them, um, and the system in which we judge them is called the Drask system, uh, and that stands for drama, romance. Nope. Nope. Drama. Dialogue. Dialogue. Fuck me. God damn it. I said it so confidently again. I know. I've done that. I know. So many times. Crushed okay. It. This is a very, I'm going to take it again. Okay. Take two. 
We have a very foolproof system here at Trek to the Holodeck. It's called the Drask system. Uh, it stands for dialogue, romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. And I think I nailed it. And I was very less confident because I was so focused on saying dialogue instead of drama. Yeah. Yeah. This this week's episode that we're going to be judging uh, is... TNG's Future Imperfect from season four, episode eight. So if you uh, want to watch it before you listen to this podcast, do that now because this is going to be spoilerific. Mm. Yeah, we forgot to mention it in our last episode, what episode we were watching this week. So, uh, so go watch it. Uh, before you enter the tent, give us all of your gold pressed <laughs> latinum so that you can come on this journey to experience. Ferengi is like whatever it. you want it to be. Yeah. I liked it in Lower Decks when the Ferengi was like super Ferengi, but it turns out that he was just pretending to be really Ferengi. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about in Lower yeah. Decks? Where he's like, ooh, yeah. human, come here, I have a deal for you, human. <laughs> and then later he's like really sophisticated, like, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah. You gonna- <laughs> oh my God. If we ever... So no. just... Go ahead. No, nothing. It's just something stupid. <laughs> Nothing important. Oh, I love stupid things. But you're right. We, we're, we're running behind yeah. already. Uh, so this episode is Future Imperfect from TNG. It was released in November 12th, 1990. So it's like 30-ish years old. Ooh, year of my birth, 1990. Wow. 1990. Wow. 90s, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by J. Larry Carroll. Ooh, That's Larry. one hell of a name. And David Bennett Karen. Uh, Karen, or I don't, I think Karen, Karen, uh, only episode that they wrote, uh, but they worked as story editors for the rest of the season. This is like a pitch. They pitched this to, to Braga and Pillar, Mm -hmm. the showrunners, and they were like sold. They 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 they, they, they pit, like normally people pitch and they're like eh, I mean we can make that work but they were just like nope love it fucking great and they were like welcome aboard the title of the script is called Inception and he's like I don't really like that name no, let's change it to something not. else <laughs> yeah <laughs> um this episode was directed by Les Landau good old Les Landau LL what do you think old Les LL. Landau looks like you ever seen a photo of Les I, I can't do anything but imagine like an old Hollywood guy. He's got big yeah. specs. He's he's old school. Is, yeah. That Les Landau is a hundred percent like in from uh what is the Coen Brothers movie about Hollywood? Old oh, Hollywood. Hail Caesar. Uh, the studios yeah. it's Hail Caesar. Absolutely. Yeah. He Les Landau would be like a young kid in Hail Caesar, but like, yeah. I've been in the business for so yeah. long, kids. Yeah. That's um, yeah. He doesn't really look like that. He kind of does, no, but he not really. He kind of has more of a Spielberg feel to him. He's got the beard. He's got that gray beard. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's a picture of him directing Worf uh, from Memory Alpha. 
Ah, oh, he looks yeah. like a less. He kind of he kind of looks like a less. He kind of looks like uh, any white guy you'd see on a film set in like the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 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 a he's directed like I think most of the TNG era shows like TNG Voyager and Deep, Deep Space Nine. You see that name pop up. Oh my up. god! Yeah. yeah, he's the go-to guy. guy. He directed music. One episode of Enterprise, also. If anybody oh, was cool. wondering. No, way to go, Les. Music was by our boy and our man. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Got some uh, guest star shout outs on this one. Uh, reprising his role as Tomalock, the Romulan, who's like a, a, I think even in the last episode of TNG, is Andreas Katsoulis. Way to go, Andreas. Yeah, Great Tomalock. job, man. Dylan, who's the kid? <laughs> uh, the <laughs> the kid who played Jean Luc, uh, Riker's child, and <laughs> slash Ethan was played by Chris Demetral. Demetral. Demet- Demetral. 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 Demetral sounds like a drug. Demetral. <laughs> Demetral. Are you experiencing <laughs> fake child syndrome? Try Demetrol. Demetrol. <laughs> Side effects include shaking your crew members and asking them <laughs> insane questions about their life. <laughs> um, being really kind of passive. Like, Jordy, you are incapable of being that incompetent. It's like, I'm, I'm just having a tough time, man. Like, I'm depressed. I've... Data, you are way faster in real life. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, the subspace, you know this, you don't know this, but there's been a subspace thing that's been fucking with my head. Demetrol. Uh, Side effects include telling John Luke to shut the fuck up. <laughs> multiple times in multiple different ways. In the role of Minuet Riker, the the brief role that we see uh, is Carolyn McCormick. I love reprising her role. I, she reprises it, yeah. Okay, I, I I didn't know who this person was, and I love how they played it as if. And I'm assuming people who would watch the show, they would be like, "Oh, that's that person." Didn't know that yeah. person, so when he was like, "Min," I was like, "What?" Minuet, and he was like, "Minuet," and I was like. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? 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 I, I love this. Is such like a this is kind of an insane risk slash cool move for a 1990 TV show because I think the last time she was on screen was season one or maybe season, early season two of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay, yeah, it was so a call out. That means for all those Riker heads out there who love, yeah, exactly. Riker. A guy who's been watching Star Trek or woman who or whatever who who was watching Star Trek: The Next Generation from the beginning saw every episode and remembered because like it wasn't available on VHS. There might have been oh a rerun they, they caught. It was like one episode, and I'm like. Fuck, that's that chick who played Minouette in that one they episode did, two, year, real. two and a half years this ago. Ain't real. This is not this real. Ain't real. I know. I'm with Riker here. This ain't real. I know. I know. I imagine like you know? they're like a couple inches from their TV popcorn, right? And they do the same thing that Riker does. They're like, Min. Oh. Minouette, oh my I, God. For some reason, I imagined it as, uh, this is like so weird, but as like, <laughs> two guys sitting on a couch that are just like mi- like watching a show late at night and they're like younger guys who don't really care about Star Trek and they're like maybe like just smoked a joint or something like that <laughs> and one guy's like what the fuck is this he's like that's Minuet this motherfucker's in a simulation <laughs> what are you talking about and this was from season one he was uh, and like this guy next to him knows like way too much about way Star Trek <laughs> he's watched every single episode <laughs> <laughs> was was 
when you guys were in college, uh-huh. when I was in, co- I'll say when I was in college, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. I, I may be exact, but it felt like two or three episodes of Star Trek to TNG would play back to back in the middle of the afternoon every weekday on Spike TV. And at my college dorm, we all had cable because it was part of the dorm process. Yeah. Yeah. So so my entire freshman year, I watched all of TNG again on Spike with my TV. roommate. We, My second semester of my freshman year, I... Modif- made sure my schedule fit the block. <laughs> I would have morning classes and I would have late afternoon so classes watch. so that I could watch TNG <laughs> oh in the God. middle of the day with my roommate. And we would just like chill out, watch three episodes of TNG, go to class. That's it was fucking awesome. Uh, Spike TV. Oh, man. You remember Spike TV, Dylan? Oh, right? no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The man, the man channel, basically. The man channel. <laughs> That's yeah. God. I, uh, Spike, uh, TNG for me was on the BBC and I would come home from high school every day, hop on the couch and they would just play TNG until like midnight. So I'd just fucking watch TNG and take a sick ass nap and then wake up and like watch, (laughs) just continue watching whatever. And that's where the tradition of taking naps while watching TNG came from for me. So nice. It's the best track to take a nap to for sure. Oh, it's got that mm, room tone. Nice that was just incredible. Yeah. And real quick, and finally, last. We got, uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, Patty Yasutake. Uh, she. This is the first time we ever see her on screen as Nurse Alyssa Ogawa, and it's kind of funny because it's technically not real her because it's on this holodeck portion. But you know, Ogawa is the. You frequently see her in TNG as. Beverly Crusher's nurse, yeah, uh, or the nurse, yeah, working on there, and she's in a couple of the movies too. So mm. that's that's kind of cool. So she good, killed good, it in good this episode, you, and they wanted to bring her back. Yeah, they were like, "Great work! You oh, really come across as a great yeah. nurse." We, yeah, we don't have a captain's chair available for you, but we're gonna bring you back. Don't worry about it. We're about two decades, or maybe like seven years away from comfortably having <laughs> a female sitting on captain's chair. We're just gonna no, be real with you. Way. Yeah, Janeway. Five years. I guess five years. Yeah. 1995, I guess, yeah. is when Voyager came out. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, oh, what's next? I guess it's, I guess we have a game show, well, don't we? Oh, yeah. Are you doing the John Cena thing? Is that the John yeah, Cena thing? Yeah, it's the John Cena thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like game show style. Welcome to This Week On. This Week On is hosted by yours truly, Pert Lewis. Hello, everyone. Pert Lewis here. And as Darius said, welcome to This Week On. The only... Excuse me. I smoke too many cigarettes out in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) On this week on the only show where we ask contestants uh, to explain what happened on random episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation in 30 seconds or less, live on the air. Uh, This week, our contestant is... Darius, who's our contestant? Yawn. All righty. <laughs> Thanks. All righty, Yawn. Yeah, how yeah. you doing? Welcome to Los Angeles. Hey, great. Uh, I'm ready. I watched the episode. I can. Uh, I feel comfortable. I feel confident. Fantastic. Are you enjoying your trip to your all expensive paid trip to Los Angeles, California? That's right. Uh, it's a really nice closet, and I'm enjoying it. Great. It's nice and rainy here in Los Angeles. All right. 
You're one hell of a kid. Let's get started. <clears throat> Let's get the... So I got 30 seconds, you got right? 30 seconds on... Does uh, somebody have a timer? Does somebody I'm have pulling a, one up right now, Does somebody Kurt? have a timer? Thank you. God, you guys are so incompetent. I love how the, the, the setup for the game show is 10 times longer than the actual. Whenever you're ready, Jan. <laughs> okay, great. <clears throat> so it's Riker's birthday, right? And he has to go on an away mission with the boys. And it turns out that there's a lot of methane buildup. So he gets uh, everybody gets beamed up except for Riker. Then he wakes up and it's been 16 years since he was on that away mission. He's lost all of his memory. Everybody on the ship is like, hey, Riker, um, you're the captain now. And he's like, I don't know anything, but I have a son. Cool. What's his name? Jean-Luc. All right. But it turns out it's actually a Romulan simulation. Nope. Actually, it turns out that uh, none of that happened. And it's just a sad, lonely kid. Uh, and this entire plot line gets stolen by uh. Discovery. 30 years later. <laughs> Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Jan. Thank incredible, you, Jan. incredible job. Here's two free uh, coupons to the Bed Bath & Beyond down the street. Get yourself a nice oh, pillow great. or a container. You know, I'm really we'll surprised. I'm really, really surprised John didn't take this opportunity to say, and Riker fucked and had a kid. Riker fucked? <laughs> he did bang. He did bang. Riker banged. He didn't bang. Had a kid. He didn't actually bang. He fake he banged. Fake he pretended. Yeah, banged. that's true. Um, no, I thought you did a pretty good job there. I will say, you uh, he, right up top, uh, spoiled it by saying, "Except for Ri everyone gets beamed up, except for Riker." We don't know that yet. In that in that part of the episode, That's we true. thought Riker got beamed That's up too. True. I had too much knowledge. <laughs> too I'm much sorry. knowledge. Um, would you guys watch this episode purely for the holiday content? Yes, I yeah. would. Yeah, it's I think episode. it's a banger. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a great holiday episode. Mm -hmm. It's a really good one. It's funny. It's a low-key holodeck episode because you don't realize it's a full-on holodeck episode until the end. end. Yeah. And it's a holodeck right. within like a holodeck almost. Yeah. Yeah. Inception. Holoception. Inception deck. I'm going to say it again. Inception deck. <laughs> what are some like highlights for you guys? Um, One highlight for me, weirdly enough, was the uh, Romulan holodeck. I thought it looked sick. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was very cool. It, it's such a very specific set. And I kept thinking like, did they build this just for this? Cause I don't think they've ever used this no. before. They've never reused it. Like yeah. this is, this is <laughs> straight pretty, up. This pretty, is a thing. It's like pretty, uh, like intent, like intricate of a, of a set to have made for what? Less than a minute of television. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, here's here's a little bit of trivia. It turns out that it actually is a set that they used on a different episode. It's from Best of Both Worlds, and it they must have lit it differently because it used to be it was a Borg set. It was a Borg set okay. from Best of Both Worlds. Okay. Yeah. They, I think they probably just but put it does those look dope. neon lights yeah. on there. Those blue like it's very vapor wavy. Yeah. It's very totally late eighties early nineties. Yeah. Um, Which we love that aesthetic. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of this whole episode is right at the end, where. Uh, <laughs> the kid raises his hands and then turns into a really shitty looking alien <laughs> that they didn't have to do. Like they didn't have to do all that makeup. It could have just been the kid. It could have just been the it's kid. Like, this is, he could have just been like, this is not my real form. And I could have been like, you know what? You, you don't, don't have, have to, to show it. me what you Let's really go. look like. I prefer the illusion. Because it's like, no, no, I'd rather show. It's like, I would rather you not. I like Riker's you right face. now. But just so you know, the minute we get up to your ship, I'm going to look like what I'm going to look like. Well, we'll deal with it when we get there. We'll deal with it there. But like right now, I've been through a lot today. I know Riker's like, yeah. he's like, he's got this look on his face like, it's going to be a weird freaky looking alien, isn't it? 
I'm just going to have to play it cool, though, because Starfleet. <laughs> this Federation, is Starfleet. We're cool. We're chill. We're accepting. And like the kid Transformers is like, fucking fuck, that Jesus. is even uglier than I so imagined. <laughs> I was expecting somebody with maybe like weird nose. Usually it's nose. Usually somebody <laughs> expecting <laughs> like, a ridge somewhere. Ridges on the face. Yeah, that's it. That's ridges. I feel, like, I feel like the, the cast and crew and the director like. When they were, they didn't know what the alien looked like, and they had the same reaction as Riker, where they're like, "All right, uh, bring the alien in," and everyone was like, "Yo, what the oh, fuck God. is that? This is the guy." <laughs> so this- it's like my entire species was eradicated. Why? Well, this is what we look like. It was like, oh yeah, oh no, makes I get sense. It. Ma- I, I mean, totally not understand. makes sense. I didn't. I'm- you look fine. I, you are not making me want to puke or anything. I can see why a species would choose to look at you and not like what they see. That would be wrong yeah. of them. But I could see why they like very easily. I mean, not easily for a good reason, but for a bad reason. You look what weird. I'm is, I mean, I'm not saying that you look just to other people. You have big eyes. You have a big eyes. Your eyes are too forehead. high up. Like what? What? How did you evolve into this? What, like what is your planet you're not very like? Symmetric. What is Situation. It, things are just kind of oddly placed, but that's okay. Your fingers are dumb. It looks like, like your mask is like, falling to the side a little bit. <laughs> it's not a mask, okay? I mean, your face. I guess your face is kind of falling to the side. I'm you sorry. Know, I don't want to go to the. I don't want to go to the Enterprise. I'm gonna stay here. Like, cool. I, that's fine. Actually, that's fine. Um, this reminds this this uh, uh, brings up my next point, which I might. I'm gonna imagine. That they shot this last scene first, and they they blew their their whole uh, makeup <laughs> budget. budget on this tiny uh, creepy little alien because <laughs> all they did to make people look older sixteen years in the future is give everybody a streak of gray hair. Dude, that's it. The, the different hairstyles and like they put like bags under their eyes. I'm they give, sorry. They, everybody looks Riker, tired. Gray streaks, 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 streaks in his beard. They gave gray streaks to all the women. Just one gray streak of hair to all the women, and then they were just like, uh, "Picard, um, okay, you just give give him a white goatee and some weird uh, white hair." Picard, <laughs> Picard, Picard looks like he, evil. He looks he like. When I first saw him, I imagined, uh, like, Chinese racial stereotypes from the 20s is what he looked like. And I was like, what is going on? It reminded me of, like, Klingons in the original series. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what they they kind of modeled that after. They were trying to do that, like, Mongolian, like... Yeah, um, stereotypical yeah. facial hair, and that, and that's, and then they're like, and also when we go to the mirror universe, everybody has that facial hair too. Yeah, because that reads as barbaric. It's evil. So it's like, weird. Uh, yeah, so like you see Picard with that, and you're like, Picard's evil now. What also, kind of cool. His hair is also, also kind of crazy uniform. in the back too. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. <laughs> the admiral dress uniform. Like, oh, I just want to see that mm-hmm. again. Right. Just in general, actually, like moving the pips off the collar and putting it as part of the combat. So good. I don't like it. Great. You don't like it. Um, I I like how they did it. I don't like how Discovery does it, moving the pips onto the com badge. I like well, how I can't they, fucking see anything. Exactly. I can't even see that. I, I like four four K display, I can't see it. <laughs> I like how they did it where it's like lines and you can really, really see it. Um I just think the pips on the collar look really great. And it's like you don't have to look down at somebody's chest. Like you're looking at them, it's right there next to their face to easily see like 
what rank they people are. People looking like, down at people's chest. What are you looking at? I'm sorry. I'm trying to distinguish. <laughs> what's your are you rank? My boss or are you my Stop assistant? looking at my chest. No, I'm not. I can. What's your rank? <laughs> don't grab. I'm, don't grab. I'm that. sorry. Don't I'm grab not, that. No, I just need to know what your rank is. I'm sorry. I can't. They're not distinguished. <laughs> hey, eyes up here. Well, actually, look right here first. Now eyes up here. Okay. Uh, well, you know, in the original series, it was on the wrist, right? Yeah. It was. That's oh, where it was. Yeah. The series, also and that is like the weird. most inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> they just walk like, around like. You see like, this? You see this? Captain here. I'm your I'm boss. Your boss. <laughs> get your, get Hold your their wrist, wrist out of my face, Kirk. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm your boss. Well, Kirk, you knew Kirk was the boss because he always wore the weird, like, greenish tint one. Yeah. With, that was asymmetrical. That didn't <laughs> so have anything weird. And, like, a lot, like the big V-neck one. You know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, I know about. You're talking yeah. about. That's the captain's hey, suit. That thing looks... <laughs> That's, you know, later on in, 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 uh, in TNG, we get... Uh, Picard kind of going the same route, being like, I'm you know, just captain now. I'm going to wear whatever I want. I, I'm going to wear the captain's hoodie. I cannot, yeah. yeah, dude, I can't wait for like late season eight discovery and we get like cash Burnham with like some yeah. sweat. Are we going to get that though? Shut the fuck up. Yes. It, it, <laughs> it needs to happen. It's a staple of Trek. We get, we get cash, cash captain towards the end of the series. Okay. We never really got casual dress Janeway. We got casual throwaway attitude Janeway. Janeway yeah, her, just got like fast and loose <laughs> with her attitude towards the well, end. Her, her thing was kind of, whenever she was casual, she wore like those tank tops. You know, yeah, she was like she, yeah, guns out. Yeah. You know, like she was like Ripley a, uh, Janeway, basically. Yeah. 100%. yeah. She's like, I got to fight this virus yeah. thing. And I got to like, <laughs> she's wearing this tank top thing and she's like beating the fuck out of people. Cause like Janeway, the, I think really what that means is Janeway just never had an easy day. No, that's true. She's like an easy, like Voyager could, was a tank and could take on anything in a delta quadrant mm-hmm. because of plot armor but every day there was some bullshit happening <laughs> did we ever get do we ever get super cash cisco um i th- I, feel I feel like, like we it, did yeah he but i don't think it was like i feel like we saw him in like a t-shirt or like the undersh- maybe, an undershirt yeah. and that's about it maybe yeah, yeah. Cisco, I just watched an episode. Ah, we're so That's off okay. track. I just watched an episode where Cisco goes to Earth and he immediately changes uniform to like the black on top and red at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was on top of it. We're always commenting on that, but he was just like, I'm not going to be one of those guys who is wearing the wrong uniform. I'm just going to immediately change it to the other one because I'm on Earth. Oh, uh, uh, I, I, they should definitely have a universal translator, but for uniforms. So you don't have to deal, you don't have to even worry about sealed. that. The minute you yeah. walk onto a ship that has different uniforms than you, it just changes it for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite parts of this episode also was uh, <clears throat> the line where uh, Deanna's with <clears throat> Riker and she's like, come on, let's like go back to your quarters. And he's like, yeah, man, I've had enough surprises for one day. And I was like, you're about to find out you have a fucking child. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know. And about. you named him Jean Luc. Jean Luc. And is playing like the I fucking nerd. Really liked this child actor. He was good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. It's, all, it's a lot of pressure, actually, because you got this important moment at the end of the episode where he has to be like, hey, um, I'm a lost alien kid <laughs> and I'm super crazy lonely and I just wanted boop, boop, to feel boop. good and like to have a friend. Do you want to see what I really look like? No. No, 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 just stay look, <laughs> Absolutely yeah, don't look not. like, look like Jean-Luc. Okay, relax. <laughs> like like 10 other ships had 
had had this exact same thing happen to them. <laughs> and the minute he like showed himself, they all were like, "All right, I'm out of here. Bye. Get me out of here. Get me out of here right now. This thing. He's just, he's just really scary. So thing. So weird. It looks so weird. <laughs> while while I was watching this, I watched it with my girlfriend, and as we watched it, one that happened, I go, "Yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't have to do that. They didn't really have, didn't. They didn't have to do that makeup. That no. was that was not not needed." <laughs> I feel like in the original series, they would they would either just keep him as a human kid or mm-hmm. go even just fucking weirder, and it would be like nine Lobster feet tall. Man. <laughs> exactly. They're like, look, this motherfucker's nailing. It's like, yeah, we got it, we got it, we got it. Started. I feel like a, a good TNG move to me, at least, uh, would have been just like a ball of light, like one of yeah. those things, right? Yeah, I am pure consciousness or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. yeah. No. Like that is how I am able to read your memories. I let, yeah, the director is like. Hey, could we just do the ball of light thing? I just saw the alien. It's like really fucking weird. Could we just do a ball of light? And they're like, No, no, we got it. We just we did. We spent money on it, but we got to use it. Like, yeah, I know, but like it's scaring the kids. I brought my kids the today, and it's scaring it. my the kids. The producers want it. The producers <laughs> want it. The producers want it. Oh uh, man, uh, uh, can we? I like I like the gray the streak of gray thing just in general for across the board. I think I like this. This is a good looking cast. Yeah. I think everybody everybody pulls off the street. Totally. Yeah, totally pulls it off. It just feels lazy. I love it. I, I thought the same it's thing. It's just 16 years. These are all like 30-something characters. There's like, so they're just like in their mid-40s. Yeah. And aging is probably slower in the what future. I, what I really wanted was a streak of gray in Worf's hair. I know he wouldn't have it, <laughs> but I wanted maybe Worf to feel like he needed to fit in so he died of streak of gray. But like just hair. the front one and it kind of curls and hangs down off to the side. <laughs> he becomes kind of like a fancy boy. Because <laughs> it's nice little... It's, it's interesting that it's coming out of like the center of his forehead and there, you're like... <laughs> You're like, Worf, did you, is that fake hair? Happened did in battle. I got so stressed out in roots. battle that my hair turned white. <laughs> but but you have you ever been stressed in battle? I have not. No, damn it. I, I have one time. One time I have been stressed in battle it's how for this, this streak of hair. This one time. I do like when when, when Riker is having his freak out on the bridge. So like, good. Jordy, you're, there's no way you could be that incompetent. And Worf, where'd you get that scar? And Worf's like, uh, it's like, yeah, that's right. It's like, no, it's just, it's really personal. Like, no, he says, battle. he's like, where'd you get that? He's like, uh, battle. And he's like, which battle? He's uh, like, uh, a battle. A battle. <laughs> big, big one, big battle. Big, big battle. Big old battle. Big, Spe- big battle. Speaking big of uh, Klingons, how about uh, right when Riker like wakes up and we get like sexy Klingon coming out <laughs> walking of- Walking through the halls. Walking through the halls and Riker's like, whoa. And he's like, more things have changed, but it's also kind of weird and creepy. And you're like, chill yeah, out, the, old the man way, Riker. The way, he's, the way he said that about the Klingons felt- um, didn't feel like sexual. It felt like racist. It felt like, how about those cling? Like, why are there so many Klingons on this ship? Like, that's how it felt like to me from Riker. <laughs> oh my god! There, there was also the, the he did that with the Ferengi too, right? Yeah. Like, and a Ferengi officer. Come on, this is fucking. This jump change. Like, well, buddy, you know we're a few years away from not becoming a Starfleet officer. Mm-hmm. So and they named a ship after cool it. him in the future. So um. So you name a ship after you, Riker. Yeah, check your prejudice. <laughs> I do like that he has that Riker. We always knew Riker had strong dad energy, but he's like, "Well, I'm a dad now." 
Mm-hmm. So good. And I have failed you, son. I'm going to be a better father than I have been. <laughs> that was such a great, <laughs> He's, great scene yeah. in Turbo Lift. Just being like, I fucked up. I've been at, I, my father left me. I've been absent. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. He's just immediately a better dad than his dad ever was. And yeah. it's all a simulation. <laughs> Just like, which like really ties in nicely to Picard, I think, when he's just like, yeah, he's just a great fucking dad. Great just, dad. Riker's, Riker's a dad guy. He's a wife guy and he's a dad guy. I love guy. that episode There's of that, Picard. So good. Nepenthe, yeah, so it's good. the best one. It's the best Star Trek There's episode that, of Picard. There's uh, that moment in this episode where he finds, like he's talking to Deanna about having the kid. And then you could see, and he does a great job acting this. You can see it on his face being like... Is it our kid? Is it our kid? He doesn't ask it, but he's like, <laughs> who's the mom? Like, did we have the kid or is it somebody right. else? <laughs> he's got a thing for ship counselors, man. I know, right? <laughs> he's like, that's a sweet spot. I know how to drive that wedge. <laughs> They're like all empathetic and stuff. He's like, I just know how to play it. He's just That's his thing. Oh, uh, God. Also, uh, the trombone is such a weird fucking instrument. I, I completely mm-hmm. forgot that it existed until I watched this episode. And I was like, it's his thing, though. Why? I that's know like, it's... Reco- you think Jonathan so Frakes plays the trombone yeah. on set when he's directing? Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know it's a bad... You know that your first take was bad when he goes... <laughs> I guess we're doing a second take with Frakes. I would get so. Could you imagine being an actor? Yeah, and he does wop and you're like, dude, come on, man. Like that's really fucking mean. That would be. He thinks he's being playful and like joking. Guess this scene's a two take, a second take. All right, all right, all right, Jonathan. I get it. It was bad. Uh, so low key, I'm pretty sure. So I played trombone in middle school, and I'm pretty sure it's because Riker played trombone. Oh, I was nice. like, I, got, I had to like pick an instrument, and I was like, trombone. Nice. Riker I trombone. could never. I like trom- I like trombone Riker. always made me nervous because I'd see people play it, and I'd look at it, and it'd be like. How the fuck do you know where to put the thing? Because there's literally no, you just kind of eyeball it. You got to feel it. It's crazy. You have to have incredible tone detection. Which which I don't. I did not have. And muscle (laughs) memory, right? Like, you got to know. Yeah, you got to go, this is first position, second position, third position. What if your arms are too short, man? Well, you don't play the trombone. Damn. You play the trumpet. It's like football, you know, like, you, I'm sorry, buddy. You could never be a defensive end because you're like your wingspan's too small. Yeah. And you got, yeah. Yeah. Tell me That's that now. Sw- Shit. Until I'm in the NFL, baby. 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 I got a tryout coming out this weekend, so. Uh, I want to point out that the, the, the birthday party at the beginning of the episode, Riker turned six years old. So that now we know how old he is at the beginning of the episode. There's six Wait, what? six candles. Oh. There's six candles on the cake. Oh, not everybody does that, Jan. Not everybody puts the okay. amount of candles that you are. But why did they put more than one? Like, there's got to be a symbolism to that. They ran out six. of. I think they just they, they yeah. ran out of candles and they didn't want to replicate more. Somebody what? was like replicate. Is like uh, I need thirty candles. Six candles. Zzz, fuck, he's coming. Uh, I like to imagine that uh, um, Data did it. Like Data made the cake. Data put the candles on the cake, and he was like six. It's a good number. And they're like Data he just likes it. You either put one candle or the amount of candles that they are age. And he's like, but why? That's illogical. Six. <laughs> I have chosen an aesthetically pleasing amount of candles. <laughs> Doesn't it look nice? Yeah, no, it looks great, but that's not the point. All right, then it's six. We're gonna leave it at six. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say, like this little scene too does something that Discovery has never 
capable of doing or hasn't tried really successfully. And they're just like shit on Riker and it's fun. And mm-hmm. you all know that it's not like, he's just like, they're like, Hey, uh, guess you should probably work on that trombone playing. He's like, you're fucking right. Like I really should. <laughs> yeah. But discovery would be like, you're so good at the trombone. Oh my God. Like, yeah. it's or incredible. it would be they really all, canned like, where they'd like, it, yeah. they'd be doing like, Oh, you're so bad. And then they'd kind of like push each other and be like, Oh, this is so fun. We're having such a good time. And you're like, okay, <laughs> cool. That cool, kind cool. of, that kind of like camaraderie and comedy comes more from, uh, it's weird to say, but like, it would be weird to see that in the way that they shoot discovery. Right. Like, yeah, they don't shoot discovery like a rom com, or they don't shoot discovery like a, a sitcom. So it would be weird to to see that or hear that in discovery. Yeah, it I would. So it just would be weird, and it's sad. It feels less like a family than it tries to be. Yeah, yeah. I do want to say at least we know that in the future they don't get rid of sheet cake. Riker still has a sheet cake. That for cake his is nuts, man. That is a huge <laughs> cake. <laughs> massive uh i have a question has anybody ever seen pre squares be played because in my head it's a death game it's like a game with spikes and and it's just the most dangerous game in the pl- on the universe i don't think it's i don't think we ever get to see it but there is like like really high up like cliffs and stuff from what I know in Parisi Squares. Because the way that everyone reacts about it is like you were playing Parisi Squares, you're going to die. Like it's terrifying. People have died playing Parisi Squares. I do know that. If you play Parisi Squares in a holodeck and you have the safeties on, maybe maybe you're safer. I wonder if you if you played football on a holodeck, if like you got a concussion, it would just like stop the movement. Right. Like he's about to get a concussion. Like it just freezes the program or something like I that. I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Precy Squares was a vigorous and rather violent athletic game played by people of many worlds during the twenty fourth century. The game was played on a court and it involved two teams of four players. Substitutions were possible which allowed teams to rotate active and resting teammates. Some players, such as Commander William T. Riker, disliked the practice, feeling that doing so created a disruptive loss of the team's rhythm. Riker doesn't like subs. Um, (laughs) Riker doesn't like subs. (laughs) He's a dumb. When playing playing Precy Squares, players wore padded uniforms, used a piece of equipment, called an iron, an ion mallet and the game also involved a ramp and if players were not careful they could fall off and injure themselves there you- <laughs> i got to see it if i don't see a game of Precy squares in picard oh, season 2 yo that would be nuts can I- we get a 30 for 30 documentary about Precy squares <gasps> Precy squares oh my god okay in the in the holodeck episode that minuet is in the one where one one zero yeah, yeah. one whatever. There it is, is yeah. a photo of Worf and Yar and two randos in the the Parisi Squares jumpsuits with yeah. like the blue, <laughs> weird yeah, blue. And Worf's head looks really big for some reason. <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna pitch. We should watch that one next because of the minuet connection. Yeah, and I want to see. Uh, I want to see the Parisi Squares uniforms because they're fucking hilarious yeah. they're incredible cool 
Uh, do you guys want to like maybe take a break and then we'll talk about the holiday yeah. content yeah. more specifically? Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's take a peek inside the archives. Accessing Starfleet archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Tom, Pert, Lopek. Hey, man, what's up, guys? Um, to be honest, I'm a little concerned. I have had several conversations with Captain Riker, and he seems to be not taking this Altarian virus shift very well. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of blew up on me in the, the hallways on Deck 11 earlier. Really? What happened? I was walking past him and I just said, uh, Captain? And then he uh, turned around. And you know the bedhead that Riker gets when he hasn't, like, done his hair? Yeah, when uh, he's had only seven hours of sleep. Yeah. Of it was hair. weird. It was weird because, like, when I was when I was passing him in the hallway, he had his nice combed hair with his, like, gray streaks that he's got in his beard and stuff. Yes, I think it's very distinguished. Turned, yeah. But when he turned around, all of a sudden his hair was bedhead Riker. Mm. Um and he like grabbed me by the shoulders and he like turned me around and shook me. And he was like, what's your mother's maiden name? And I was like, uh, it's space. It's, it's, it's space. She, she never took uh, another name. Right. And my and dad actually took her name. Yeah. And he was like, Tom Space would never know that. And I was like, what? Doesn't make any sense. Of course mother. you would know that. Yeah. That's crazy. He, yeah. He, he caught yeah. me coming out of the holodeck uh, and he had his... <clears throat> It was a really uh, sad display. He had his suit un pretty like unbuttoned. I could see all of his hair on his chest, and he kind of does. Had he the, have the distinguished white hairs on his chest as yeah, well. Yeah, he had white hairs on his chest. Is it like a stripe? Is it like a stri- streak of white hair? I on was his kind chest? of in, it was kind of cool actually. It was kind of it was yeah. like I could see why the ladies like it. You know, he's got that cool sh- yeah. white streak across his chest. Yeah. Speaking uh, of ladies, uh, he did not believe that I had previously dated Minuet Riker before he married her. I mean, yeah, wasn't that an awkward situation yeah, with him? Yeah, common it, knowledge like, on the ship. It was super awkward. There was like an overlap for a couple of weeks. It was. If 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 I felt emotions in the human way, I guess you could say I would harbor a lot of resentment because she had cheated on me with Riker for those two weeks. Uh, mm. But I, I, as you know, I I have a perfect control over my emotions, and that you two definitely helped through that difficult period of my life. I was just yeah. mentioning, you know, how we moved, we should maybe grab a drink or something, or maybe go to the holodeck together and and reminisce because we she was so important to both of us. Yeah, uh, but he he. Do you think he's gonna be okay? I mean, I don't know if we can have a captain of the ship behaving like this. I mean, no, look I, at him; he's just like side eyeing everyone right now. And he he gets just so many things wrong. He's like the Ferengi Empire and I was like what are you talking about this, that wasn't yeah. even the case 16 years ago you're just yeah. wrong about a lot of things right yeah. now I can't imagine what it'd be like to be Jean-Luc I mean to have a dad that don't that doesn't remember you that's so sad it does, I talked to him I even as he was oh no go ahead Bert. oh Sorry. I talked to him the other day because we were we're planning a a Jean-Luc line of sweaters uh, and I was talking to him, and he said he's really depressed that, you know, uh, Daddy Riker doesn't remember him. 
Um, and then Riker came yeah. in and started yelling at me because he didn't know why I was in there. Uh, and I tried to remind him of the, the Jean-Luc line of sweaters, and he just told me to fuck off. Uh, and don't you babysit for him? Yeah, like, I've, I've don't, babysitted. Don't you take care of Yeah, I've tutored, I've tutored and babysitted uh, Jean-Luc since he was a kid because um, I'm the smart one, you know, on the ship. Well, I yeah. think it was more of a sort of, you know, how many how few replicator and holodeck credits are people willing to work for and oh i don't know you're always hard up for money that's i'm not i think part's a pretty smart guy i'm pretty uh i have a lot of uh, assets i wouldn't say Mm -hmm. i'm hard up for money it's just that you two are still ensigns and i'm i don't ever like to lord this over you two but i am a lieutenant now you know, after 16 yeah, years, we, we know we know That's you're cool. a lieutenant That's and we're still cool. ensigns, but yeah, we're happy for you. We kind you. of enjoy we kind of enjoy being ensigns. Mm-hmm. It's like our thing. Yeah, right? it's fun. We don't have any of that stupid responsibility, so I can work on my my sweater lines. You know, and you, you're yeah. busy doing reports. You know, that's all I do. I do three reports a day, and I just do those in the morning, and then I just do whatever the hell I want. Wait, didn't data sure? just didn't data just pass off? the uh the um shift schedules to you yeah i love scheduling i'm very good at scheduling you're welcome by the way can i get next week off uh yeah what yeah i can absolutely make that work see that's an advantage i can make that happen well that's why you're a lieutenant and we're ensign oh wait let's he's oh he he's asking people where guinan is should we tell him that she she got cut in half I, I, I mean, like to say she left, so because cut in half is very abrupt. It's pretty, so it yeah. is abrupt. So. <laughs> yeah, but yes, she got cut in half. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. we should tell when him the that. Klingon raiding party came on board. That was a tough yeah. week, man. That was a tough that's week. When, that's when uh, he got this. The uh, wharf got the scars. He did. In, he got in the scars. Battle. He doesn't. And he said yeah. he refuses to talk about it because yeah. it's mm-hmm. so hard for him to yeah. talk about. Hey guys, do you think when I get old, I'll get a cool streak of of white hair? You're already uh, like, your hairline has like receded the so much, Tom. It's receded so much. I I doubt you'll have any hair to get gray. Yeah, I think, I think you you know you might you might have just one of those receding hairlines where you don't stop growing hair, but it's like your hair is like you have like a half head, so you might get some gray hair. And and to be clear, it's not like it doesn't like suit Admiral you. Picard. Like it doesn't suit you. Like it does Admiral Picard. Like it doesn't make you look distinguished. It is a bad look for you. Yeah. Like yeah. I would consider. Anyways, I don't want to shave my head because I look bad bald. <laughs> you also you look been, bad bald. Have you he been did, bald before? I did it once when I was a child, and I will never do. I have a lumpy head. It's gonna be tough that. for you. Yeah. This. The last 60 or 70 years of your life will be very difficult because of how bad your head's going to look. They're going to call you lumpy head whenever mm. you walk. Through. When you're a captain, behind their behind your back, they're going to oh, go, whoa, there goes whoa, old whoa, lumpy whoa. head. Pert, pert, you know? You're giving me too much credit. I'm never going to be a captain. All right. When you, all right, when you become uh, an ensign an ens- on a different <laughs> ship. <laughs> yeah, when you get transferred, they're going to call you old lumpy head. It was. I have to go work on those schedules. I have to work on those schedules. I, I want to be the oldest ensign in all of Starfleet. <laughs> That's how you'll be remembered in the history books. Old lumpy head. It'll say the seventy-five-year-old ensign. Uh, nope. Hundred twenty-five-year-old <laughs> ensign. <laughs> Did you guys 
get, like figure out what was going on at any specific point? <laughs> well, or? I've seen the episode before and I don't remember when the first time I saw the episode was. So I can't remember. I, but I, it's been so long that I forgot that it was a double. It was a, it was a double fake out. I remember when I first saw this when I was in high school. <clears throat> it had me fooled, man. I remember watching it and being like, what's going on? Riker's old. This is crazy. Is this how the whole series is the series just going to continue with old Captain Riker? I I was like completely sold on the whole thing. So when dumb it, teenager Dylan, I was dumb teenager Dylan. And I was like, what's going on? And then when they went to the, you know, um, the Romulans, I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then they did it again. And I was like, oh my God, that's even crazier. This may have been the first like inception, like, uh, content that I ever saw. So now when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's fake. Like it's a double, it's, it's double, it's double fake. fake. Yeah. yeah. Double fake out. Double fake out. When I recently watched it, rewatched it, I remembered that there was one fake out. Like you guys, but like, I was, so when I was in a Romulan level, I was like, cool. Yeah. The rest of this is like, they beam them off of the, oh no, right. Fuck. There's another fake out. Yeah. So it still holds up in that it's sense. It's so good. And apparently that ex, that Romulan fake out was added in to the pitch later. Oh. Like the, originally it was just one layer, but Pillar and Braga were like, no, we got to make it weirder. We got to, we got to add another layer of it. Who, um, I, I love thinking about this. Who's taking these home videos of Riker and his kid and Who his are they wife? Waving at, Who are right? they waving yeah. at? I like to imagine it's Picard and they were like, hey, Picard, uh, film us. And Picard's like, oh, fuck. No, um, no, no, no. Picard's really into it. Picard got like a new camcorder. He's like, hey, can I come okay. uh, film? I got this new camcorder. Can I-, I have to adjust the aperture. <laughs> Here we go. Great. And then, and then I'm Picard's going to like, lower oh. the shutter speed to get a sort of a dreamlike view. Picard's like, dreamlike view. Picard's like, oh. I wasn't recording. Um, can you do that whole uh, thing? Yeah, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> and the lighting's wrong. The lighting's make wrong. It, so. uh, <laughs> it would be better if it were in this corner because then there's more. You'll and he's see. like, you'll see. Uh, you'll Wolf, get it. Wolf, could you come in here? I, can you? I need Wolf, you to. Can you could, hold, you, could you hang can a you baby? Bounce. Could you? Yeah, could you hold a, a light here and hold the bounce? Uh, yeah, yes, right. Captain. Yeah. Riker's like. Picard, can we just, can I just blow my candles out? No. No. <laughs> this will be good. This is a memory that you will cherish forever. <laughs> On my cue. And Mr. D- and Mr. Data is like there for script supervising. Like, Sir, I'm sorry, but in the last take, young Jean-Luc was <laughs> all right, all right, we, <laughs> moving with his left hand. We, we've got to go. We have to do we've it again. It. Continuity. All right. Uh, On my cue. And make it so. <laughs> Riker's like, we're on the third take. I, I really only like to do two takes. <laughs> takes. That's what they. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, have you guys? Are you you're aware of the trope of like, for whatever reason, when somebody's wife dies or girlfriend, they have a video of it. Like it's in John Wick. Oh yeah, it's like this. Yeah. It's classic. <laughs> it's like, or, or like any Liam Neeson movie, or, mm-hmm. or it's like, oh, if if you're like a brunette woman and you're laughing and smiling a lot and you're on a home video, you'd probably you're, you're gonna die within the next few <laughs> <Yeah>. years, <laughs> or you're already dead. 
already dead. This is what this made me think yeah. of. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah and that's, she's definitely Sounds dead. About right. She's brunette. They're having a great time. <laughs> they home videoed it. I think Community does a joke about that. Do they? Probably. It's like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, we're fil- we're filming my last video in case I get murdered <laughs> mysteriously. <laughs> like Allison Bree's character. Oh, like, that's so good. What are you doing with that camera? <laughs> um, uh, I, I just like, uh, it's it's great. It's a very classic like sci-fi feel to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 not a lot happens thinking about it now, but it's not a certified snoozer like this is a good example of how very little can actually be engaging yeah well because like it's a lot we're in the same position as Riker where like all the information is new and weird and we're learning along with him yeah what this new reality is yeah and yeah it just does a really good job of when he was uh on the bridge for the first time and kind of like being old man Riker, like not understanding things because obviously he's been asleep for 13 years. I couldn't help but think of like the similarities between Picard in his show being like old man, kind of bumbly. Uh, And the title of that show came into my head and it would just be Picard colon Riker. <laughs> because Riker doesn't get away from Picard. Riker's always his second fiddle to Picard. Even He's if Picard tied to him. never stepped foot in that show and yeah. it was just a spin-off show of Riker, it'd still be called Picard. Semicolon. Riker. Riker. Yeah, Riker. it would be Riker's own season of a show, but he doesn't get his own show. It'd just be a season <laughs> of Picard focused on Riker. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> really? He's like, yeah, I mean, they offered me a show. They offered me a show like four or five times, but I just don't feel like I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm just going to wait until Picard gets one and then maybe, maybe I'll do, do it. A Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What they could have done. I'm all for Picard season two, but they could have done Picard and then they could have kept it the same show, but they could have changed the name and we could have got a season of like other people. So we could have got the wharf season right we could have got like wharf wharf like <laughs> we could have got like a uh, riker uh, riker in command of, of of the ship or whatever like so we could have it could have been like um like a true detective style thing right where we get like Ooh, anthologies yeah, yeah we get like an anthology so cool. series but like following old school trek people we could get a season of cisco right like mm, uh, well we might be getting a season of cisco i just don't think he will ever come back like, I, I just think he's so out there that, like, the idea that they would have to pitch to him would be absolutely yeah. so bonkers that he's like, yeah. Dude, it's, it's, it's the exact thing, same thing <laughs> yeah. as Picard. It's like you guys said, like, he's back in New Orleans. He runs his dad's restaurant. Oh. And he owns a baseball field. Oh my god! And he's trying to make baseball happen on Earth. Oh, just hella <laughs> yeah. down to Earth. Like, he's <laughs> no space, totally. nothing. Yeah, hell yeah. And then, like, the last episode, he, like, goes back to Deep Space Nine, and we get the reunion of everybody on Deep Space Nine, mm. and it's, like, that, like, really feel-goody episode, right? There's going to be, it's just going to be the exact thing, same thing as Picard. <gasps> they're going to find the yeah. Jadzia clone. The, yeah. last, episode, <laughs> the yeah. last episode is a rematch between him and the logisticians. That's what and I was, get yeah. everybody coming back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It'd just be, take me out to the Hollow Suite again, but, like, in real life. <laughs> 
Or you know what I can <laughs> imagine him he runs the restaurant, but he manages the local independent baseball team. So he's sitting in the dugout chewing on like a toothpick or whatever, and he's like calling the shots. That's his life now. And he's just absolutely loving it, living the life. He's the best manager of baseball on earth because he's yeah. the only one. <laughs> and then an android shows up and tells him that he, they need help. And then the android dies. And then he has to go into space. <laughs> and it's just Picard. He meets the android's twin. And then yeah. the, his office on the ship is a baseball field. Uh, is the dugout. Is the dugout. It, it's his office at the baseball field. <laughs> Oh, his manager's um, office? His oh, manager's man. Office. I just want to make like a Cisco baseball show now where he's got his manager's <laughs> office and the team is like his crew. Oh, man. It's Moneyball. It's Moneyball with oh, Cisco. My God. Oh, my God. <laughs> he insists on playing with human, just only human Cisco players. Cisco It's not because it's, it's not a race to, race thing. It's just like we just don't have the – we can't recruit Yeah, we just Vulcans, can't recruit you know? Vulcans. <laughs> <laughs> we can't cling on. Cisco ball. <sighs> Anything else before uh, we rate this thing? No, I think I'm ready to rate. Uh, cool. Deanna's finally wearing a uniform. Yeah, because she works that's at true. Starfleet <laughs> Command now, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. I didn't even think about that because that's like in canonically not has not happened yet. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. probably looked really weird when you first watched yeah. it. Good point. But yeah. I think there's some trivia where like technically this happens four years after Star Trek Nemesis would have happened. Uh, uh, okay. So... The and but like a lot of things line up, like Romulans ha- trying to have a peace treaty with mm-hmm. the Federation and stuff. So kind of cool that yeah, that's what it helps to have consistent showrunners through the movies and TV yeah. series. And Ugh, stuff. Yeah, like a lot of unity mm-hmm. there. <clears throat> Long term plans. Cool. Cool. All right. Let's rate it. Well, let's 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 do this. Let's do this. Uh, dialogue. I just think. I love this. I think it's just, good. there's nothing that stands out. I do love Riker's freakout moments. Yeah. <laughs> Basically tells Picard good. to shut up. That shut moment's up. Whole, so great. Shut, shut up, up, Picard. What? Stop talking. <laughs> right. And, Tro- and Troy's like, I sense you're angry. He's like, no shit. Back off. Yeah, like, hey, back off, Deanna. Don't back the fuck off. Don't give me any of your counselor bullshit right now. <laughs> You don't know what I'm feeling. You do not know what I'm feeling. I really do wish in that scene, like it actually is revealed or they're able to like fake it just, just enough that he's like, Oh fuck, you guys are real. I feel really, I'm so So bad. I was so mean to everybody. I was so bad. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Sorry. Worf. Uh, Jordy, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. He's like, yeah, I'm just having a lot of trouble with these diagnostics these days. I, I, I'm I sorry I called you, you stupid, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes look nice. You have nice, pretty eyes. Okay. He like overcorrects and is like, you have such beautiful eyes, Gordy. And Worf, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I love your I scar. Love I love your scar. It looks so beautiful. And Dana, I think it's very human of you not being able to remember things. That's okay. That's nice. And Picard, he like gets down on his knees, starts kissing his shoes. Oh, Picard, I'm so sorry. Please, 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 please forgive me, Picard. Like, nah, nah, you're right. Actually, this is a Please stop. Right. Please this stop. Is, please stop. This is weird. <laughs> um, Anyways, I'll give the dialogue a four. And I think there's like a lot of heartfelt stuff for me. Yeah, I'll give it a four. I was going to do the same. Four, four, four. An auspicious number. Weird. Romance. I think there's a little bit of like 
him wistfully, like a, ro- a romance, like um, a watching those videos. Romance, yeah, I would. I'd say it's there. But it's not like strong. It's like it's like a two maybe for me. Uh, 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Because it's go- not there. It's just him remember trying to remember. He's not even remembering. Like well. <laughs> There's a little tension in that Troy the Troy Riker, Riker scene. Like, hey, yeah, is this? Are we a thing? Is this? Mm-hmm. Do we bang? Are we banging? Yeah. Jan wants to know if we bang. <laughs> Jan. <laughs> Jan wants to know if we bang. What? Uh, I'm gonna go with the one. <laughs> uh, action. There's some pretty good action when they did the Romulan escape. When they like. They phaser the Romulans and they're escaping from the Romulan holodeck stuff. Looks like the kid gets kicked in the face. <laughs> they're doing some like Metal Gear Solid, like hiding behind the vents. Like, where's. Yeah. I think I would say like it's a good three on action. The action that's there is good. I'd give it a yeah, three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the three as well. I uh, Yeah. Good call. Suspense, I think it's pretty suspenseful. Yeah, to me, that's like that's thing. like what this episode yeah. is. It's like a five suspense episode. Like what the this fuck might be is the going most on? suspenseful yeah. episode we've watched yet. I would I would dare to say. Yeah, yeah I'd it's give it very a five. similar to Sukal in a lot Su- of ways. It is Sukal basically. You mean it's, it's I don't Sukal. know what yeah. Sukal is. Citadel. Oh, it's the Citadel. Yeah, Great. the working script for Citadel. Great. Thanks. Yeah, and it was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Discovery writers were like, "What was good about the Next Generation?" And they watched this episode. And were like, "Oh, cool! That's going to be our last episode, where uh, an alien mom leaves his kid on a planet <laughs> with a holodeck." The funny thing is, is I was watching TNG last night because uh, I was getting real tired, and I was like, "I'm just going to throw TNG on," and I randomly picked an episode in season four. I was two episodes away from watching this episode last night on a whim, without knowing what episode we were watching. <laughs> oh my god. That's incredible. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> season four is a very strong season of yeah. TNG. Yeah. Uh, camp. That I do alien, think that the, all the hairstyles. The and hairstyles. <laughs> that alien, and the alien. The alien jacks it up to a five for me immediately. You throw that alien in any episode. <laughs> camp shoots the hairstyles. The, the alien. The, the gray stripe. Oh, it's a five. It's a five. The really... The super cheesy, like <laughs> looking at the old home videos. It's like, wait, so you dressed up as a clown to scare yeah, me? Yeah, that was and so I liked weird. Did anyone else think? Did anyone else think that his costume looked a little uh, Mork and Mindy esque? Oh yeah, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Oh yeah, from a uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> He's like, you're my son. I guess I have to li- like your weird pranks. That scared actually kind of scared me when he had the weird clown yeah. mask on. I was like, "What is this dystopian shit, man? Like, this is weird as fuck." I just think in the twenty fourth century, people are just so sincere that it's corny. They're just super corny. Yeah, yeah. nobody's like, cynical at oh, all. You got me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you dressed as a clown. Uh, uh, stakes. I don't think we feel the stakes. I guess it's like scary that Rikers. Can't remember. Not him. equipped for the job. I, we don't feel him. Even yeah. though, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel I mean, with the suspense is strong, but the stakes are like. Within eh. the holodeck, the stakes of him uh, revealing the uh, location to the star base is kind of a yeah. big deal, right? Yeah, they have yeah that it feels like, oh, I got to keep this away from the Romulans. Yeah. They, yeah I just never felt the stakes because I don't ever think Ra- uh, Riker would. Give it away. I feel like Riker, yeah. unless he was being tortured, 
in like a certain way. He still I just would. Don't feel, Riker's one of those guys that was like, "Nah, you gotta kill me, buddy." Yeah, he's one of those guys that yeah. yeah if they Sorry. put him in a torture chamber, he's like, <laughs> "You gotta kill me. I'm not saying shit." And then, <laughs> and then they, and then they like, lawyer. Lawyer. <laughs> and then they like, cl- they like put the clamps on his nipples. He's like, "I love it. I love it so clamps. good." <laughs> Little do you know, I love clamps on my nipples. Hit me with that, <laughs> hit me with that electricity. This is like a, this is just like any other night for me. Go for it. Or he's just a guy that keeps repeating his his uh, his name and number and like Commander yeah. William Riker, USS Enterprise. No, 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 no. Yeah. Commander uh, Commander Riker T. Riker William T. <laughs> William T. William T. <laughs> William Did anyone T. else get a little he uncomfortable says, for how much they said William T in this episode? <laughs> Especially when he's like a Mrs. Riker. She would definitely take my name. William T. He's like, Mrs. William T. Like, Mrs. She has a name, he's buddy. like Riker, Mrs. William T. What? That's strange. That's a strange thing William to say. It's a strange T. way to say it, too, is to say the last name and then have to put the Mrs. in front of well, that, my name and William T. That made me think of how we talk to computers, right? And like that yeah. is the input that they would have to say, <laughs> yeah, William T, like an old person yelling at like a, a Cortana. Or oh, something. that's totally how I talk to Google. It's like no timer, five <laughs> minutes. You're like really William, pissed off. Yeah, William T. <laughs> William T. You, you start to feel like you start to feel like a racist old person who's like trying to <laughs> enunciate to somebody who you don't think speaks English, and it's you're like, so, I'm not this person. I feel so <laughs> embarrassed. This machine has made me this. I feel so yeah. embarrassed when I have to set a timer, and like my roommate is watching TV, and like I always whip around the corner to the Google, and I'm really quiet. I'm like, <clears throat> Hey, Google, you set a timer for 15 minutes. Thanks. <laughs> And it's like, okay, timer, 50 minutes. Yeah. No, 15. 15. That I don't set timers for 15 or 50 minutes anymore because it always gets, it's like 14 minutes and 58 and seconds. And it's always like a little too loud also. So it's like, set yeah. timer, 15 minutes. Timer set for 15 minutes. And you're like, no, no, please like, turn to, to, to. Um, Hey, buddy, I just noticed that your quarters, Google, your computers set, the volume set really high. It's like, yeah. The, yeah. I can get the alarm timer down, but I can't get the, I mean, the volume down, but I can't get all of it. It's weird. It's a different it's setting. It's weird. Yeah. I'm going to give it a three for stakes. Oh, I'm going to give it a zero. Ooh, I'm going to give it a one. I didn't feel any stakes. Oh, oh, oh. oh, season two, spicy. I didn't feel any stakes. Dylan. So I'm going to give it a 1.5. Spicy meet the ball. Spicy dick. (laughs) Okay. Computer, what's our final rank or rating or whatever? Unable to comply. Computer, what is the final score? Calculating. 3.28. Oh, man. Uh, Which puts it actually really high. Yeah. It's It's, a good one. It's... Yeah, top it's, uh, it's top 10. It's after Fistful of Datas and before Human Error. It is number 10 now. Nice. I think that's per- that's a really great spot. I think the Drask system uh, worked this time. It's worked it its did. magic. And it's it's te- it's also ahead of the episode that totally rips it off, which is Sukal. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Sukal. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. What I know we just we threw it out there, but uh do we wanna watch the one zero zero one one zero one zero zero? I'm I'm like Googling it because I never zero, ever zero, zero, I just zero, start one, saying one, it and then I like I don't know what the actual Because everyone knows what episode is. you're talking about when yeah. you start yeah. giving binary. Yeah, T N G binary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's one one zero zero one zero zero one. What does that is, say? What is that in binary? Oh, it's probably like on off on off or something like that. We'll we'll do it in the trivia next week. Mm. Okay, yeah, no, and, I like um, that. Oh, and, and okay, we'll, okay. So if you're yeah. if you're listening to this episode and um you uh don't look this up, don't look it up. Uh we're going to do a little like a uh, little like a uh, game show type thing. Uh, tweet or or at us on Instagram what you think it says in binary. Don't look it up though. Don't look it up. And then uh uh, the first person that gets us the right answer uh, without looking it up uh, will get a, a shout out on the next episode. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I love it. I love that. I'm going to get it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to get a shout out. <laughs> uh, cool. I love that. It's season one, episode 15. Yeah. Cool. TNG 115. Cool. 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 Thanks for listening to Trek to the Holodeck, everybody. Um, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Just hit that subscribe button and a new episode will be in your uh, in your podcast app every week. Oh, yeah. And make sure to check out our Instagram page. Uh, and I think we're on the tweeters as well. And we also have a Discord, <clears throat> which could use... Called Trek to the Holodeck. Yeah, called Trek yeah. to the Holodeck, yeah. which could use some more uh, people in there if you want to come hang out. Share some Trek stuff. We're we're all alone on the Discord, and we just want company. Just want company. Uh, we, we know we, we look weird. That we won't turn into. We know we look <laughs> weird. <laughs> yes, all of our eyes are covered in glitter and probably two inches higher than it should be, and it's just kind of unsettling. And yes, our fingers are weird spaghetti fingers. <laughs> you can get the, the link to the Discord so that you can join our weird faces yeah. in the Discord on our link tree, which is on our Instagram. So find us on Instagram at Trek to the Holodeck and you will find our link tree. Yeah. If you like the computer voice, uh, it was provided by Verona Blue, who is a fantastic voice actor. Thank you, Verona. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, uh, used with permission from Midwest Collective. It is available on Bandcamp if you want to listen to those sweet vapor waves. Once upon a time, there was a corporate media conglomerate. You know what they were called? They were called Viacom CBS. And we and now Paramount and, not, and now Paramount and we told them to go fuck themselves. I come see yes. And why did we tell them to fuck themselves? Because we're a fan podcast, and so none of this is permitted, or we don't have any association with Star Trek people. We just love do it because we love it. Yeah. We just do it because we love Viacom it. So. Come see yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fan, fan podcast. Mm-hmm. Leave us alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to Viacom or CBS All Access slash Paramount Plus when you get the opportunity to watch all the Star Trek you want. Or you know, why are we plugging them? Can I say something real quick? Can I? Can I? Viacom CBS. When you come out with Paramount Plus and you, you just get rid of CBS All Access, you need to fix your shit. You need to make it so that I can skip the intros to Star Trek. Netflix allows me to do it, but I have to sit there and I have to watch your intros when I watch Star Trek. I don't mind it. I like the intros, but sometimes I just want to skip them.
I have a rule where I never skip the Deep Space Nine intro because it's the longest, slowest one, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I've started doing for TNG. There was a TikTok I watched of this guy every oh, night. Good. Him and his friend or or boyfriend or whatever would watch yes. <laughs> would watch Trek to the, would watch uh, um, TNG, and TNG. he would turn around and try to say space at the exact space. same time that John Luke Picard <laughs> says it, and he would just miss it. Every single time by like a second. So I've started doing it and it's really fucking hard. It's really hard. Throw it on the Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll throw that. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, thank everybody for for listening and uh, tune in next week. And transmission. You've spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.